The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus again in reply spoke to the chief priests and elders of the people in parables saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feast, but they refused to come. A second time he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and my fattened cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Some ignored the invitation and went away, one to his form, another to his business. The rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned the city. Then he said to the servants, The feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go out, therefore, into the main roads and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, the bad and the good alike. And the hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guests, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment. The king said to him, My friend, how is it that you came here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his attendants, Bind his hands and feet and cast him into the darkness, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are invited, few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. Everything is ready. Come to the feast. Come to the feast. Lucille Ball in the 1950s played the character Auntie Mame, this delightful character in this movie in the 1950s. And Auntie Mame at one point says, Life is a banquet, and all these poor suckers are starving to death. Jesus could have said just as much in today's gospel. Life is a banquet. I've prepared a banquet for you, and all you poor suckers are starving to death. Come to the feast. Come to the feast. Jesus is offering you and me a feast. He's offering us the kingdom of heaven and the joys of heaven. And it's not simply that he's offering us the joys of heaven after we die. Jesus is offering us the joy of heaven now. It begins now. It's not perfect until after we die, but the joy of heaven begins now. The kingdom of heaven begins now. And Jesus is begging you, come to the feast. Stop refusing the feast. Now, there are two things that are obstacles to you and I coming to the feast. The first one is we simply reject. We simply say no to the invitation. We reject the joy of Jesus. We reject the joy of the kingdom. Now, why on earth would we do that? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's as crazy as a king throwing a huge banquet and people saying, well, I don't want to go. I'm not in the mood. 
And yet we remember the elder son of the prodigal son story, don't we? We know the elder son. We know the younger son. The younger son misbehaves. He takes his inheritance. He goes off to a distant country. He squanders his father's inheritance. And now he's poor. He goes back to the father. He begs the father for forgiveness. The father forgives him and throws an enormous party, a great party. The elder son hears about the party. He refuses to go inside the party. He is an example of what this parable is telling you. He refuses to go inside the banquet. And why does he do that? Because he wants to hold on to his anger and bitterness. He's bitter. And that bitterness doesn't allow him to go into the party. He would have to let go of the bitterness in order to enjoy the fruits of that wonderful banquet. Now every one of us We can relate to the younger son. Sometimes we're rebellious and we have to come back and ask the father for forgiveness. But probably every one of us at one time or another could relate to the elder son too, to the son who's bitter. We can relate to the one who says, why did they get to have a prize when they didn't deserve it? I worked so hard at being a good Christian And yet this person seems to be rewarded by God as much or more than I am. All of us know that bitterness in our heart of the elder son. And that bitterness is what leads us to say no to the joys of the kingdom. And it's not just bitterness, unfortunately. How about jealousy? How about guilt? How about self-loathing or fear? or anxiety, or a judgmental spirit. So many of these emotions that we feel, they come from a dark place. But for some reason, some crazy reason, we get some sick pleasure out of that. The truth is we get some weird sick pleasure from holding on to our bitterness, our anger, our anxiety, our fears our self-loathing. And that sick pleasure, we get addicted to it. And we hold on to that so much so that we say no to the party. We say no to the feast. We're starving to death when Jesus is offering us a banquet. In order to say yes, we'd have to let go of the bitterness. We'd have to let go of the jealousy, of the anger, of the anxiety, of the fear, of the self-loathing. We have to let go of those things turn away from that sick pleasure and get the joy of the kingdom instead. That's the first obstacle to receiving the joy of the kingdom here on this earth. What's the second obstacle? It has to do with this poor fellow who gets thrown out of the party. This strange story at the end of the guy who's not wearing the wedding garment and so he gets thrown out of the party. Just to clear one thing up before we go any further, He had access to a wedding garment. They gave out the wedding garments at a a wedding in first century Palestine. He had access to a wedding garment. He just refused to put it on. The best equivalent of that is for you and I, when we go to a birthday party and somebody passes out the pointy hats with the little rubber band and you refuse to put on the pointy hat. This is what that guy was doing. 
And that's why he got thrown out of the party because he was being a party pooper right there in the middle of the party. But what is the equivalent of that for you and me? We have to put on the wedding garment. We have to put on Christ. That's what St. Paul says. We have to put on Christ. And by putting on the armor of Christ, the, the garment of Christ, we act like Christ. We behave like Christ. We act in goodness. What's striking about this parable, most striking of all about today's parable, is that the king invited the good and the bad alike. That the good and the bad are invited to the kingdom of heaven. What Jesus is telling us is something that still shocks us today every time we hear it. That you don't have to be good to get to heaven. Isn't that shocking? Why? Because God offers us heaven as a free gift. He knows we're not worthy, so he gives it to us as a free gift. You don't have to be good to get in, but the thing is, you have to be good to enjoy the pleasures of heaven, to enjoy the joy of heaven. Why is that? Because being good is the joy of heaven. Being good is the joy of heaven. You know what that goodness is like. You know what wholesome goodness feels like. It feels so different than that pleasure from anger and bitterness and, and jealousy. This pleasure, this joy is something much deeper down in the soul. When, when you are good to your enemy, when you feed the hungry and clothe the naked, when you do some selfless act and there's this warmth in your heart deep down inside. There's a joy that's so deep that comes from when we are good, when we behave as Christ did, when we put on Christ. And putting on Christ, being good, is in fact the joy of heaven. And so while you don't have to be good to get in, you have to be good to enjoy the pleasures of heaven, the joy of heaven, because being good is the joy of heaven. So let us pray that we may follow Jesus' call that we might not be those poor suckers who are starving, that we might say yes to Christ's invitation, let go our bitterness, put on Christ, and come to the feast.